Hi, I'm Cece, and welcome to the Barry Dyers Podcast, where we share our most intimate insecurities, bariatric stories, and battle with obesity. So grab a cup of inspiration with me as we figure out life, post-op, together. We are so excited to announce that ProCare Health is sponsoring the Barry Diaries podcast. ProCare Health is specially formulated for bariatric patients and know what our bodies need. Not only do they take out the guesswork and make it easy for us to achieve our vitamin goals, but they also give us vitamins that taste like dessert. Win, win, and they're easily digestible. Did I mention dark chocolate squares and cinnamon rolls? Give them a try. Use code BERRYPOD to save at ProCareNow.com. Hey, hey, everybody. I am so excited. Today, I have somebody who I've been trying to get on here, and I love her so much. I cannot even express how much this person has caused such a movement in the bariatric community, a beautiful person, and she's just amazing. Her name is Teresa Parent, and her handle on Instagram and TikTok is Transforming Teresa Marie. Um, she's so beautiful, and I'm so thankful for you to be here, Teresa. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me, Cece. I'm so excited. Yes. So I thank you so much. the The love and support that I have received from this community. I I tell my family all the time. It's like I've been hit with a tsunami of love, and it's the most beautiful feeling in the world. Like just the, the beautiful messages, the stories that I hear from people, the, the supportive and uplifting comments, like every day, it's, it's so empowering. It's so, it's just a beautiful thing that I've never expected. And I'm so grateful. Yeah. You're just, you're so amazing. Yeah. So you had your bariatric surgery. When was your bariatric surgery, by the way? So I lost 180 pounds during the eight months prior to my bariatric surgery. And I had, I had gastric bypass in June of 2018. So at my heaviest, I was just over 600 pounds. And um, like right the day before my surgery, I think I weighed in somewhere around 420, 430 pounds. Yeah, had gastric bypass surgery, yeah. Wow, so what was that like? Now I know what it was like for me when I first realized, oh shit, I can't eat. The food yeah. cannot be my crutch anymore. And you yes. start crying. Yeah. What was that yes. like for you? So I really worked on, so a year prior to my weight loss surgery, I was consuming 10 to 15,000 calories a day, fast food, junk food, like energy drinks all day, every day. And I really took my pre-op like that time to adjust to my new eating habits. I didn't want to jump into bariatric surgery and then not be able to actually make the lifelong changes. So for me, I started like cutting back from 10 to 15,000 calories a day, all the way down to 2000 calories a day, leading up to the year during like my pre-op phase, because I didn't want to have that feeling where I was like missing out on everything. I wanted to really be prepared. Um, but it was very overwhelming to me when my bariatric surgeon handed me a little cup and he was like, this is how much you're going to be able to drink at one time. This is how much you're going to be able to eat. And I was like, oh my God, like 
coming from someone who weighed 600 pounds, you, when you see that little cup, you're like, oh my God, I was terrified. I literally left my bariatric, my first bariatric meeting. And I went and I binge ate because I was terrified. I was like, I don't know if I can do this, but I just started to believe in myself. And I was like, you know what? You can, you've been through so much in your life. Like this is going to save your life and you can do it. And, um, at first it was really hard. I struggled like most people do. I hear so many people who are the newbies in the bariatric community who are just having surgery and like, you're not going to hit your protein goals. You're not going to hit your water goals. You're going to hardly be able to eat anything at first. Um, and it's, it's kind of scary and overwhelming. And for me, my taste buds totally changed. Like a lot of things that I was able to eat and drink prior to surgery, I couldn't eat and drink after surgery. And so that was a shock. I really felt like my stomach, it was like, I compared it to like having a newborn baby where you have to figure out all the things that your stomach can tolerate, how much, like it was really overwhelming at first. So I, I just had to take it like sometimes an hour at a time. Like it was really overwhelming at first for me. I can't imagine. That's actually yeah. very smart that you did that prior. Cause that's, it, it takes a lot of commitment to be able to even do that. They told me don't drink or eat. Don't drink, don't drink anything 30 minutes before you eat and don't drink while you eat. Just do that. Yes. I could yeah. not even. Same here. Eat. Yeah. Because I was used to just like eating whatever I wanted and then pounding juice or soda or whatever I wanted as I was eating. So they tell you those things, but you really have no idea. There's still a disconnect there because you've never physically experienced the inability to consume a large amount of food or drink liquid combined with it. Um, but I took everything very seriously. They told me like, um, no alcohol, no, no soda, no bubbly, anything, no drinking out of straws. And so I just fully committed to the journey. Um, and there were many times during the first year, maybe even two years after surgery where I dumped hardcore where I thought I was going to die. Like I was like, okay, this is it. This is how I'm going to go down. Like <laughs> violently sick. Um, just like with anything you push the boundaries, you have to test the limitations of your new stomach. And as a person who weighed 600 pounds and was used to consuming 10 to 15,000 calories a day, there were definitely moments where I pushed the boundaries. Now for me, um, right after my bariatric surgery, I started having complications. I, um, one of my incisions got severely infected and this was because I was still over 400 pounds at the time and the wound was not healing. So I wound up in the, um, in the hospital for, I think it was like eight days where I had to have the wound back and like everything. And I had to actually wind up packing my own incision for like two to three months and because I was so sick from that, um, I was hardly able to eat anything at all for the first few months. Um, it was really traumatizing, but also at the same time with the extreme weight loss right after surgery, I was also having issues with my kidneys. I wound up having 16 kidney stones in the first year after weight loss surgery, because you know, your body's trying to filter out all the toxins that are being released yeah. as you're losing this weight. And I found myself completely miserable, like in the hospital, I think it was six or seven times within the first year, um, never doubted or, or regretted having the surgery at all. Um, I knew that as I lost the weight, things that were underlying health conditions were going to come to the surface. This is what happens, right? Just like the emotional things that we were numbing or shoving down with food, the health issues are going to come to the surface too. So for me, 
the first year or two after bariatric surgery, it was several hurdles, several obstacles that I had to overcome, which it was, it was challenging at times, but I have an amazing support network with my family and friends, and they really helped me to get through the first year or two, especially. It's just, it's crazy when you first get it, it's, you know, to not have a support system, I think, you know, a community or support system to help you through that is tremendous. It makes a difference. Yeah. I did not have like, so when I first started my journey, I felt very alone in the world. I had my family um, and I had a small circle of friends, but I didn't know anyone who was severely overweight or obese. I didn't know anyone who had had weight loss surgery before. Um, I didn't even know about the online community on Instagram or anything like that. I kind of just blindly went into this. Doctors told me like I was turning 40. I had had two heart attacks. I was pre-diabetic, high blood pressure, high cholesterol, problems with my kidneys. I was a mess. I was taking nine different medications. And my doctors were like, if you don't do something about your your health, if you don't have weight loss surgery, you're going to die. You're not going to live to see the age of 45. And that really, that really scared me. My mom died when she was 47. Um, and I just, and my brother uh, was like 21 when he died. And they were both very depressed and very unhappy when they passed. And I was determined. I was like, you know what? I'm not going to go out like that. I don't want to just be another person in my family that dies some horrible, tragic death. And I used that as fuel to change my life. And it turns out it was like the most powerful (laughs) fuel that I could use. Um, And there's something truly incredible and healing about a journey to save your own life. Um, You know, weighing over 600 pounds and getting that kind of a diagnosis from doctors was absolutely terrifying. And now here I am almost five years into my journey and I've lost now 429 pounds and I'm turning 45 in May. And oh I have completely God. transformed my entire life, like mind, body, soul, in every way. I am a new woman inside and out. And it's incredible to me to be sitting where I am now in this, in this head space, in this mind space, in this body, um, compared to where I was five years ago when I first started, which is part of the reason why I share my journey, because I know what it feels like to be on the other end of that, to feel hopeless, to feel sad and like you're a failure and believing all the awful things that society tells you about being an obese woman or being an obese in an obese body. And that's why I share because I'm like, you do have the power within you to change your entire life. And I want other people to see that, like you can turn your own light back on. You can do it if you just believe in yourself and you are totally committed to your journey, you can make anything happen. Yeah, that's incredible. That's, and what's so amazing is um, your birthday's in May, my birthday's in July. Uh, You're turning 45, I'm turning 52. You're going on the bariatric cruise. And yes, we'll, we'll, we'll get to celebrate our birthdays together. Yes, I'm so excited. Yes, that's your birthday. That's your birthday gift. You know, I always tell people, oh. I'm so bad at dates. Um, I always forget dates. So whenever I do give something, I'll try to backtrack and say that was for the birthday that it was I your birthday. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so bad yes. But anyway, it's your birthday. It's my birthday. We'll have to do some celebrating on the cruise. Yes. Um, for you. And doing things that are outside of my comfort zone like that. Going on a cruise. I mean, doing anything at 600 pounds was pretty impossible for me. Um, 
traveling was a nightmare, so I didn't do it very often. Um, I'm just excited. I'm planning like going on a hiking trip with my brother and like going on a cruise and like doing all these amazing things. And it's just so exciting. And none of this would ever be possible had I not just taken those first steps and woken up every day and just decided to commit to saving my own life and transforming my life, you know? Yeah, that's you're you're doing yeah. so amazing. And, and you just had plastic surgery. I did. I just had the floor delete um, abdominal plasty with liposuction in my abdomen and my flanks. They removed 47 pounds of hanging skin from my abdomen. It was literally hanging down to my knees. Um, it was for me, not just the physical aspects of the medical complications, the rashes, the back aches, the horrible pain that I had from the rashes. Um, but my whole entire journey was about releasing all the grief and trauma that I carried around that I was carrying around with me for 20 plus years of my life. That was literally spiritually and physically and emotionally weighing me down. And I've experienced a freedom the last 11 weeks since my surgery that I never thought was possible. So all that skin, it was wearing on your body and your back and your, I can imagine yes. how much it hurt to carry that around and to have it gone. What does it feel like? I also just got like a 360. So it's weird not to have that skin there, but like, what does it feel like it to, is. to like, not have to pick it up or move it or, you know, whatever. What it's very, it's very, there, so it's very weird. <laughs> At the same time, it's absolutely incredible. Um, I still have moments like the other day where I was taking a shower and I go to lift up my belly to clean underneath it. And my hand just hits my new stomach and I'm like, oh God, wait, it's not there anymore. Um, I have mental things where when I need to go upstairs or I need to jump up a curb or anything like that, where my mind still goes to my fat brain thinking, no, 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 you can't do that. You're 600 pounds. Um, putting on shoes, crossing my legs. Like there are so many firsts for me. I mean, I've, I've been big my entire life, but I got really big in my early twenties and ballooned up to 600 pounds, but I have always had the apron. I've ne not been at this current weight since I was 11 years old. And I just weighed in this morning at 191 pounds. <gasps> and that is just, I'm in the, yes, I'm in wonderland. Oh my <laughs> yeah. God, it's, it's incredible. Like I'm depending on the label I'm wearing, like a large or an extra large. And that is shocking to me coming from someone who wore an eight X and could only buy clothes online from like one store. Um, it's very new to me. I am literally every day. I, there is at least once a day where I cry, where I'm just overwhelmed. I'm always looking in the mirror to make sure that it's gone. Like your whole life, you have something with you. Um, and just because it's physically removed, it doesn't mean that it's mentally completely gone. Um, so I have to do affirmations every day. I have to do visual checks with myself to make sure that I am aware in the now, in the moment that I'm enjoying this life now and I'm enjoying this body. And sometimes I have to remind myself like, no, you're not that woman anymore. This is who you are. This is your life now. This is your body now. And I make intentional moments throughout my day to celebrate that and to enjoy my new, my, my new life and my new body. Yeah, it's yeah. incredible. And I've been doing the like outfits of the day as a way to also remind I me and share with yeah. other 
I love that. I love your outfits of the day. Yeah, I love that. Thank you. I'm having fun with it. Definitely. So what's your most favorite affirmation? I know it's kind of personal. If it's too personal, don't because we all have our own affirmations. But what's the affirmation that you found that has really helped you? So really basic, but the one that I started using when I was 600 pounds. So for me, for example, starting to walk at 600 pounds, um, I tell people all the time how I literally could barely stand for a minute at a time. It took me actively moving my body in my house before I was able to even go out and walk a block. It took me a year to be able to do that. And when I did go out walking in public, people called me names. Um, I had people throw food all over me. Like it was very difficult. And so for me, mentally and emotionally, it created a barrier for me to moving my body outside. And so I started coming up with this thing in my head where when I was out in public, I visualized myself like I was a warrior and I would visualize myself already embodying the mindset and the body of the person I wanted to become. And that to me was very empowering because me at 600 pounds did not want to go out in public, but me at 190 pounds with the body I have now would be more than happy to go out walking. So I would visualize that as I was walking and I would tell myself hundreds of times, I am happy. I am healthy. Like over and over, I am happy. I'm healthy. My light shines so bright that it blinds everyone around me. And I did that because I would Imagine if my light was shining so bright that it, nobody could see me and it was just me in my own world. And that is a mantra that I have or an affirmation that I've told myself daily and I still do it. When, I've, when I have had uh, relapses with my physical health or I was sick last year and I was like, I'm never going to be able to walk again. I am happy. I am healthy. Like I would just tell myself over and over. I have lots of affirmations, but that one was the one that I really started using at 600 pounds that, that helped me to move my body and do it in a public place, which was so hard at the time. Love that, Teresa. That's beautiful. And that's so powerful that you build a, a barrier around you, a protection yeah. kind of. That's sort of a Mexican-y, you know, like a Mexican mom would say that. <laughs> Yeah. You know, like, yeah. I'm in this space. I'm happy. I'm healthy. And yeah. I'm putting a barrier around me, protection of light, of love. You know? That's exactly what I do. Yep. Yeah. And, and go in that and walk in that every day. And that's yes. a beautiful affirmation. Yeah. If we just say that every day, you know, I definitely do that at night before prayer. I say, Lord, put a barrier around me, around my husband, around our house, protect us, guide us, yes, help us, yep. bless us, walk with us. And, you know, I think that's, that's exactly that's- what I do. Yeah. That's beautiful, Teresa. I yeah. I, um, so, one I thing love- that I have always used also 600 pounds, I had terrible social anxiety knowing that when I went out anywhere on a white light, So I would get terrible anxiety going out in public anywhere for a variety of reasons. People looking at me, how far was I going to be able to walk without feeling like I was going to die? Is there a place for me to sit? And so one thing that my boyfriend taught me to do, and I learned a lot of my meditations, affirmations, and all those things from him was I learned how to create like a ball of white light in the center of my chest. And I would do this deep breathing and I would extend the sphere throughout my entire body into a sphere around me. And so for me, that was my, that's my protective bubble. 
and nobody, no negativity, no nothing could penetrate that bubble. And I still do that to this day. Anytime I need it, I create that energy sphere around me of love and safety and security. And I can do anything and exist within that sphere. Yeah. Oh. Been life-changing for me. Love that. I think our words are, are very, very powerful. I think positive self-talk is so important. Yes. And, you know, we yeah. forget about that. And sometimes we'll mumble things or, oh, I'm having a bad day or, oh, this or that. If yeah. we can just kind of take it back and just have a moment of just stopping where you are, appreciating that moment and taking yeah. a breath, kind of reset. Yeah. I think that's wonderful. I talk a lot about like on my TikTok and my videos um, about the power of thoughts, the power of positive self-talk, the power of programming your mind with possibilities rather than barriers. And I know from my personal experience at 600 pounds, I spent most of my life every night going to bed, laying in bed like we do in the silence of our mind, right? In your own mind and beating myself up for everything I did wrong that day the diet I didn't stick to, not exercising, not doing whatever. And I would program my mind before I went to sleep every night to believe that I was a failure, that I was not worthy, that I was disgusting because I was 600 pounds or whatever. And once I started realizing that I was programming myself negatively, negatively, I thought I can just do the opposite. So let me start checking that inner fat brain that I have and challenging her and start positively programming myself, becoming my own hype woman, telling myself that I'm a badass, that I'm a warrior, that I can do anything. And once I started to do that, then I started to believe it and I started to feel it and I started to live it. And there's just so much power in that. Um, people often ask me, they wanna know what my exact diet is, what my exact exercise routine is. And I'm like, those things are essential, 100%. But you have got to address the mental and emotional issues that you have with yourself, with food, you have got to develop a healthy, positive, loving, lifelong, sustainable relationship with yourself. Otherwise, everything you're going to do is temporary and you will fall back into the old habits. You really have to build that healthy and loving relationship with yourself. And it takes time. There's no easy way around it. You have to do the work if you want to have a lifelong, you know, change, if you want to keep the weight off for the rest of your life, you know? The mental work is so important. It's hard because nobody wants to talk yes. about it, but it's very yeah. important to figure out, you know, for instance, what were you doing at 20 years old that you, that caused you to gain all the weight and you, you got up to 600 pounds? Like what happened that caused that for you? So, um, I grew up in a, in a household where an e eating disorder was the norm. My mom was anorexic. And I learned from a very young age to either restrict or overeat. And um, when I was uh, about 21 turning 22, my brother, who was my best friend in the world, he took his own life. And um, I felt responsible for that. I felt guilty um, because I wasn't there that weekend to be there for him when he needed me. And so I internalized all of that guilt. And on many levels, I think that I believed that because he wasn't allowed to live his life anymore, he didn't get to live. Therefore, I don't get to live. I don't get to enjoy my life. And so I started isolating myself from everybody. I pulled back from friends and family. Um, I spent most of my time just sobbing in my room, eating. 
um, started binge eating in secret, hiding food, um, throwing away wrappers and things like that. And um, within a couple of years, um, our mom also took her own life. But between that time, our family just imploded as families do when they have a suicide in the family, people start to blame shift and um, it's, it's very painful and people don't know how to cope. I certainly did not know how to cope with that loss. And I was left having to help raise my younger siblings, which was very stressful because I was broken at the time too. And after my mom died, that was just more than I could handle. And my binge eating just went off the charts and um, I gained several hundred pounds within a couple of years. Um, not just that, but completely stopped self-care. I didn't put makeup on. I didn't take care of myself. Um, I literally was sedentary 24 hours a day. I barely was able to walk a hundred or 200 steps a day. And that was an extreme struggle for me. I missed birthdays, graduations. I mean, all of the things I missed all of it. And it just made my grief that much worse. It made my depression that much worse. Um, because then on top of feeling these huge losses in my life and all the guilt that I was carrying from that, then I also had to deal with the fact that I was harming myself. I was abusing myself on a daily basis, mentally, verbally, they would try to talk to me about it. I would get angry and I would get angry and be like, how dare you? And I would start crying and then they wouldn't want to upset me. And so they would back off. But what I really needed people to do was to push me and be there and say, no, we're seeing there's a problem here. But with our family structure and everything that had happened, that just wasn't, you know, they, they didn't know how to deal with it. I was the, I'm the only person in my family who has ever weighed 600 pounds. Um, my dad is a little overweight, but my siblings have all been pretty thin. All, my mom was thin, like all of our family. So it wasn't something that they knew how to deal with. And they all thought that I didn't eat very much because I wouldn't eat a lot in front of other people. I ate in secret. It was a very secretive thing for me. Um, so they were like, oh, she must have hormone issues or she's just depressed. Um, but through my journey now, they all have gone like, oh my God, we had no idea that this was going on. So yeah, a lot of trauma that I had to cope with. Yeah, unfortunately it's, uh, I think it's, there, I think there comes a time in every, in all of our bariatric lives where we just, or our lives before bariatrics that we sort of give up. We stop weighing ourselves. Yeah. We stop wearing pants. We just. Yeah. We just. Yeah. I stopped going to the doctor. I stopped caring. Yeah. I totally checked out. Yeah. yeah. yeah I felt like, um, my light, my light had gone out. Um, I spent my entire twenties and my thirties. Um, for me, I always describe it as like, I was an empty shell. There was no, no, um, no life force in me that was compelling me to do better or to, I never even imagined that I would live past my forties. I was just accepted the fact that I was probably going to die young and that I was never going to be able to do the things in life that I wanted to do. Um, but you know, that's changed now. That's all changed. Um, I see a, an amazing future for myself, but there was a big chunk of my life for about 20 years where I was just in this dark pit of despair. And I never believed that it was possible, um, to feel happy again or to have my, my light, my soul turn back on, you know? Yeah. And you were so young in your twenties. What was that? I mean, cause that's when yeah. you were supposed to be dating. You were supposed to be in college. Yeah you know, having yeah. lots of amazing sex, you know, just, yeah, that's the age. Yeah. 
that stuff happened. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't there for you. And I, and you were just alone. Yeah, I was, it was very hard for me. Um, physically, I was not capable of doing much. Um, I had a boyfriend who lived with me at the time, but we weren't able to be physically intimate. I was very big. Um, so that aspect of my life, I have not had that since I was like 21 years old before I gained all the weight. Um, and I talk about that. I've talked that about that a little bit here and there, but not too much. Um, but it's something that I regret very deeply. I was never able to have children. Um, I'm going to be 45 now and I don't, I don't, I, it's too late for me to do that. Um, but I, I regret that. I missed out on those things. I missed out on being able to go out clubbing and partying and traveling um, at a young age and just having all those experiences. Um, going to college was a nightmare. I put myself through college. I tried to do a lot of online classes, but going to campus it had to be an entire coordinated effort to even attend one class and mapping out how far from the drop-off area where I could, you know, walk to the class. It was a nightmare. It was awful. Oh, but in the cruise, our theme is, it just, it, it made me think of it when you were talking was celebrate your now. And yeah, um, I believe it was, uh, at Indie Vision and her name's India Daniel, who gave me that idea she said this would be a beautiful name for the cruise celebrate your now and so i love that i think that's beautiful and that fits that totally fits you and your journey and it's oh thank you you know i think that a lot of the reasons that we get stuck in life are because we're worrying about the past we're grieving or we're worrying about the past or we're worrying so much about the future and what hasn't even happened that we, we miss out on so many opportunities to just be present in the moment with ourselves, with our loved ones. And for me, I'm all about every day embracing my life. I'm so grateful to be alive, um, approaching my 45th birthday in this new life. And I start every single day um, with writing in my gratitude and my manifestation journal. I feel like it sets the tone and it reminds me every day, you know, that I am alive. I am happy. I'm healthy. I'm thriving. I literally address myself in the mirror every morning. My name is Teresa Parent, and today I'm a badass, and I'm going to conquer any obstacle that gets in my way. Like, I literally I try to that. keep myself and redirect myself back into the present moment every day because right now I am good. I'm happy. I'm healthy. I'm so blessed. And I have so many amazing things like this cruise coming up in my life that I'm so excited for. Um, oh, me too. I'm so excited. You know, I'm so excited. Yeah, it's going to be amazing. Yeah. Yes. Uh, we have four months. So if anybody's curious or you haven't heard, we have the bariatric cruise um, on June 22nd through the 26th. We're sailing out of Miami, Florida and going to the Bahamas. The self-care retreat, go to berrydiaries.com. You still have time. To get registered you still can go we also have the girlfriend's getaway october 21st <laughs> 26 uh that's sailing out of galveston texas to cozumel so people are booking. oh my goodness too. yeah it's just girls no guys so exciting no partners just girls yeah and so we're super excited um to have you on the cruise i can't wait i am so excited we're going to have hot air balloon giveaways and zip oh my goodness giveaways. So it's going to be so much fun, Teresa. 
so, so much fun. And just for me, I haven't even traveled on an airplane since I was 600 pounds, like traveling on an airplane, like <laughs> going to Florida, doing the things that I've never thought I would be able to do. Like, I am just so excited. Yes. You'll have to, you'll have to record your journey and share it with all, with all of us. Oh my God. Yes. I'll document everything. Absolutely. And getting to go and meet people like you who are also weight loss warriors. Like that's amazing. That is inspiration and so uplifting to be around a community of people who have gone through and are going through a similar journey. Like that is, that's incredible. It's such a blessing. Yeah. It's the bariatric crew. So everybody's bariatric. Everybody can bring a plus one. So a sister, a mother, a brother, a partner, a best friend, because we cannot do this journey by ourselves. We cannot. No. Yeah, definitely. No way we could do this by ourselves. We just can't. No, it's taken a tribe to get me through um, this journey. But my boyfriend, he passed away in April, um, this past April, which was also the first major test of, I feel like my growth in this journey um, was losing him, finding him deceased in our home, I thought for sure that I was going to resort back to my old coping mechanisms and not take care of myself. But what I did was I used his passing as fuel to share my journey even more so. And that's kind of what propelled me to grow my TikTok um, was sharing my grief journey and how even through this incredible amount of grief that I had of losing my love of my life of 22 years, I'm clinging to self-care and self-love and I'm not going to not take care of myself. I'm going to do the opposite and I'm going to kick my self-care and self-love into high gear and I'm going to take everybody along with me. And that's kind of how my TikTok exploded and how I feel his death has also helped to bring all of these amazing, amazing things into my life because for the first time in my entire life, I've lived alone. 44 years, I've never lived alone. I always had to have someone there to help take care of me because I was big. I'm alone and I'm doing everything on my own. I have my support network, but I'm capable now of doing all of these things. And his passing has really taught me so much about myself and about, about how much I've grown as a person. I think he was super valuable in his self-care you know, lessons that he gave you on uh, oh, absolutely. Affirmations. Like, it makes a difference. It really does make a difference. A hundred percent. He, he always would tell me cause we, he was diagnosed with cancer and I took care of him while he was sick and everything, but he, his life study was re different religions, philosophy, um, meditation, like from all different cultures. And so he combined all of these things to teach me. And he would tell me, I'm going to teach you all of these things and it's going to save your life and it's going to change your life. And I want you to share with other people because I'm not going to be here to do it. I mean, he literally would tell me that every day and he would tell me, baby, you have a light in you and this light is back on and you need to shine it bright because it'll be a beacon of hope for other people. It's going to make me cry. He would literally tell me that if you can just shine it, no matter what you go through, if you can shine it, people will see it and it's going to resonate with people and you can help other people to save other people's lives. And which is why when he passed, I didn't give up. I just literally every day would remind myself that, that there is that light there and that I need to shine it even brighter now because he's not there to help me keep it going. So I need to do it on my own. Oh, I love that. Teresa, I think you're so amazing. 
and you've touched so many people on TikTok, Thank Instagram, you. and it comes through on a video, on a reel, you know, you. I, I think it really does come through that, that passion that you have behind you to live, to be healthy. It shows. I mean, we see that. Thank you. Yeah. That's the biggest compliment when people, you know, it's, it's wonderful that people tell me you look amazing or your body, you're looking great. But when someone tells me your soul is shining bright and I can feel that you genuinely are passionate and you genuinely care about others and that you're doing this for all the right reasons. Those compliments to me mean more than anything, because that to me means that. Yeah. Those things when people acknowledge and say to me that they can see my, my soul is beautiful or that I'm shining bright or that they can see that I'm genuinely caring and loving and passionate, that those compliments mean more to me than anything about my physical body because the physical changes that people see are a side effect of my self-love and my self-care, you know? Yeah. You know, when I was younger, I lost weight um, once or twice, but I didn't do the mental work. So I gained it. right. Yes. Back. I gained it right back. Same here. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So I think it's a beautiful thing whenever you can have, and this happens to a lot of people in bariatrics most of us you know you get that mind body connection where you finally you get it yes you know it just connects yes and yes you have that freedom and you're like wow this is what it was supposed to be like you know yeah yeah not about in my car in the parking lot trying to get it in mm. and not throw away the bags yeah. before you get home you know yeah 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 you know, it's, it's a beautiful thing. I think when you can, we you can make that connection and it shows. I always, um, I always wish that I could take my feeling now, how I'm feeling now and just put it in a little bottle and give it to people. I wish that I could be like, here, take a shot of this. This is how you're going to feel. If you are consistent, if you follow through, if you believe in yourself enough this is what it's going to be like for you. Like, I wish, I wish that I could do that. And that's why I feel like in a way I try to, with my documenting my journey, I tried to give people glimpses of that, you know, and show them like, look, this is where I've come from. This is what I've done to get here. And this is how it feels like you can do it too. You know, the people that you touch on TikTok, I think the TikTok family is different than Instagram. Yes. But amazing in its own way. It's like, there's yeah. so much more giving, I feel like, and there's so much more open about, let's talk about it. Let's get it out there. Let's yes, absolutely. Yeah. TikTok has welcomed me with open arms and has blown me away with their kindness. I mean, their words, I get thousands of messages a day, thousands of messages from people not just thanking me or telling me I'm amazing or you're inspiring, but sharing their life story with me, sharing their struggles with me. It's incredible. Um, Instagram has been great too. Instagram was where I started out. I documented there for four years, um, but my Instagram really didn't start taking off like it has now um, until my TikTok started taking off. I, I don't know why, but you're right. Instagram is a, a little bit of a different world than TikTok. I feel like um, I feel like I'm able to reach a much wider audience around the world with my TikTok account. Um, 
which then has shed light on my Instagram. And people often go back to my Instagram because I documented all the way from basically the beginning of my journey. So people are able to go there and kind of see like when I was starting out and that I wasn't comfortable on camera, that I didn't document a lot of my body. Um, I didn't take measurements. I didn't do all the things that I would tell everybody to do now. Uh, you can see the progression of my growth throughout my journey, the entire thing, you know, and it's, um, I'm glad that I started out there. It, finding the Instagram community and the weight loss community, it helped to save my life too, because I felt so alone. I did not know that there were other people out there who struggled to find clothes, who struggled with binge eating or overeating. And I didn't, I had no idea. And once I found them, I was like, oh, these are my people. I was like, these are my people. They understand. I can just come on and say one thing. And then they're like, Oh, I, I get you. Like I can relate to this. And then being able to hear their stories and share mine just and encourage each other. I remember in the beginning of my journey, it was like me documenting my weekly workouts and showing little charts of when I was working out and what I was doing. And like, I needed that in the beginning of my journey and people were there cheering me on and giving me ideas for how to, how to keep myself accountable and everything. And I think that's a big part of, um, documenting my journey too, is that it helps to motivate and inspire me, but it also keeps me accountable. Like if I post my videos about what I eat in a day and there are not fruits and vegetables in there, people are going to call me out. So it also helps me to be accountable. Like, Hey, are you working out? Or you know what I mean? Like yeah. you seem like you're struggling right now or whatever. It definitely helps to have a community of people to help keep you in check and lift you up at the same time. I cannot even imagine, you know, we all have a couple of close friends that kind of do that. Like, what do you eat? Yeah. Push you along your journey. But you have almost a million friends on TikTok who message yeah. you. Yeah. From oh, yes. the world. And they message you. And yes. Hey, Teresa, have you tried this? Or do you, I mean, that's got to be yes. so beautiful, Teresa, that you know these people are. It's incredible. It is incredible that the amount of love and support on all of my videos, on everything that I share, it literally blows me away. My family, like they cry all the time. They're like, they read, they go through family, coworkers, they read the comments from people and they're like, oh my God, like you're actually helping people to change their lives. You're inspiring people. And I'm like, it's weird. Like me of all people who struggled for so long just by sharing and being so vulnerable. I mean, it's not easy to tell people that you're a binge eater and that you used to eat in the car and hide the trash from your family and friends. Like it's not easy. It was the most terrifying thing I've ever done was to create the video that went viral, um, of my stomach. So showing my stomach, I had never even shown my family never. And I made a video to show the world, like, look, this is what I'm dealing with because with the clothes on, you could still see it, but it wasn't, it, you couldn't grasp how insanely big my loose skin, like the stomach, the apron was, and me making that video, I was terrified. My family was like, Oh my God, are you sure you want to do that? Like everyone from work follows you. All the students have found me on TikTok at this point. Like I was terrified to do it. And I was like, you know what? This is going to be very cathartic for me. I'm tired of hiding. I'm tired of feeling like I'm not worthy. And this is going to resonate with other people. I know that there are millions of other people who are dealing with the same thing and I'm just going to share it. And I did it and I was terrified, but I'm so glad that I did because millions of messages later, I now know that I am not alone in the world and other people know that, Hey, 
they're not the only one having to deal with loose skin or binge eating or depression or grief or any one of these things. So, yeah, it is hard to talk about, you know, binging. I, I say it a lot that I, you know, I was a binge eater, but it was a struggle. It's hard yeah. to stop yeah. binge eating. Um, and I was like, you, nobody knew. My husband's like, you don't even eat. You hardly eat, baby. And I was like, yeah. You're like, oh, I'm eating, but I'm doing it on the sly. <laughs> yeah. When yeah. Not home. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When you're not around, when I'm in my car. Yeah. Yeah. We- and people talk to me all the time. They're like, people ask me, like, how did you, like, how did you um, eliminate your obsession with food? Like, how are you not obsessed with food anymore? I'm like, I'm totally obsessed with food. I, but it's a healthy obsession now. Now I'm obsessed with creating healthy recipes with like creating this whole mason jar system that I have where I keep all of my food in mason jars. I'm excited about like making different chaffle recipes. Like I'm like, don't get it twisted. I still love food. I still think about food all the time, but now I just have a healthier relationship with it. It's out in the open. And my obsession is now with living the healthiest life for me that I can. And that's different for everybody. But now it's just that I'm, I'm happy. I created this positive relationship with food. So rather than having a relationship with food that was surrounded by shame and guilt and embarrassment and all these things, now it's this positive thing where I get to go into my kitchen and I get to share it with all of you guys. And it's fun and exciting for me. And I just feel like it's so positive. And I knew that as a, as a food addict, you can't eliminate food from your life. That's just not possible with other things. You can drugs, alcohol, whatever, but food, you can't. So I'm like, I can't eliminate my obsession with food. So let's just create it into something healthy and positive. That's going to, you know, make my life better here and with other people by being able to share that all the fun things that I have with food and in the kitchen and all of that, like showing people that you don't have to not enjoy food you just have to learn how to make it a healthier um more sustainable lifestyle for you and that's what I've, i really feel like i've done because i honestly feel like i cheat every day i feel like i i cheat every day it's like i i don't feel like i'm restricted that when i have something like i have protein yeah. pudding in my refrigerator it's pudding yeah guys. me too and it's- yeah me too i make it every day yeah i make it every day <laughs> it's so good yeah put it in a gluten-free crust I just found a gluten-free crust at the Walmart down here so nice. like, oh man a gluten-free crust so it's protein putty and there's yeah it's so good it tastes like dessert I love it it's you know yeah. but so you still get to give your taste buds the things that you love but oh yeah I could never give up sweets I could never give up pizza. I just had to find healthier ways to make food for myself, incorporate desserts into my life because I love food. I love my desserts. So let me still enjoy it. And because I do have a bariatric sized tummy, anything that crosses these lips needs to be bomb. So I'm not eating any dry chalky protein bars. I'm eating ones that I absolutely love. Everything that I make is delicious. I never feel deprived. People ask me that all the time. And I'm like, I legit am never hungry. I eat, I eat around the clock. I eat the foods that I absolutely love. I've just learned how to make healthier versions of them so that I can enjoy them for the rest of my life. I don't subscribe anymore to fad diets. Like I'd like to tell people that I literally took that wagon 
you know, the wagon that we all have gone on and off again a million times. Yes. I set her on fire. She, that wagon no longer exists. Anything that remotely looks like a fad diet or anything that is not sustainable for the rest of my life. I just don't do it. That's it doesn't make sense to me anymore. Anything that doesn't resonate with my life. I don't do it. Um, the other thing is with like exercise, people ask me all the time, what kind of exercise do you do? And I'm like, I walk. That's how I've lost all my weight. I walk. Why do I walk? Because I am not a gym rat. I've never felt compelled to go to a gym. I'm not going to hop on a Peloton. What resonates with me and what fits easily into my life is walking. You need to find something that fits easily into your life that resonates with you, something that you can do for the rest of your life that's not going to be like torture for you. Because God knows if it feels torturous for me, I'm not going to do it. Like, I'm, no, I'm not going to do this. I don't subscribe to that. <laughs> Anything that feels like torture or forced for me, I just don't want to do it. So for me, walking is amazing. I'm also going to be starting yoga soon. Um, I think that will really help. I have developed mild scoliosis from weighing 600 pounds, my spine was compressed. And so I'm going to be starting yoga and physical therapy to help straighten out my spine a little bit. So I'm excited for that. Yoga is amazing for that. I think that would really, yeah, really I'm very excited to start yoga. It's just a mental breathing, a mind body. I think yeah. you would really love yoga. Yeah. My boyfriend always wanted me to try yoga and I was never in the place to be able to do it. And now I'm going to do it. So oh. I'm excited. Well, that's so sweet that you yeah. get to honor him and, you know, honor yeah. the love that he put into you. And, and now you get to see it. Now you probably hear, you see something you're like, you know, you think of him and you're like, you know, Oh, all the time. Beautiful thing to have that for him. Yeah. yeah. I feel like I learned from him still every day. He's been gone for 10 months. And I, I literally feel like every day I go, Oh yes. He used to say that to me. He was very, he was wise. He was older than I was and um, was very much a soulmate and a spiritual teacher for me. Um, just taught me so much. And I'm so grateful for the time that we had together. I would not be who I am today, nor would I have the mental and emotional tools to share my journey, to let alone heal my, myself, but to share with other people if it hadn't been for the time that we spent together. So I'm grateful that I get to at least carry on for him as well for myself, but also to share the knowledge that he shared with me that has helped to save my life. I always yeah. like to end the episode with, which I can't believe it's already been an hour, but um, I always like to end the episode with, do you have any advice that you, or a word of wisdom that you would want to pass on to someone else looking into bariatrics? Absolutely. So I think for me, the most important aspect of any any weight loss journey, any transformation journey is to focus on what you're already doing right. Whatever is in your life that is positive, whether that's meditating or walking or drinking water, or you're starting to eat healthy, you need to focus on the positive and you need to do more of that. You need to, instead of focusing on the negative and all the things that you have to give up or the things that you're not able to do, Focus on what you can do. Focus your mind on possibilities and not barriers. Because once you get that positive momentum going, that positive wave, you can ride that wave just like I've done all the way to losing over 400 pounds and climbing all the way to the top of that mountain. You know? Well, oh my gosh, you ought to go to El Paso. So I love hiking yes. because I love walking. And yes. It gives me such peace. I think when you're walking, which I haven't yes. lately because it's been so cold in Texas and just we hide yeah. in the winter, but uh, 
We do in California too. Even okay. it's winter here. <laughs> but the excitement that you have to see a beautiful place and walk through the yes. scenery and the trees, it gives me such joy to it does. It does for me too. Yeah. Yeah. My brother who I'm very close with, um, one of my other brothers, he's a mountain climber. He loves to go hiking. And so he's like, girl, I've been waiting. I've been waiting 20 years for you to be able to do this. So he has like a list of places that he wants to take me so that we can go hiking. And I love that now I can show my nieces and nephews, Hey, you guys have all seen me from 600 pounds. Look how far I've come. You guys can overcome anything. And I'm going to take them along with me, you know, so that they can, they can see yeah. that there's no holding them back. Once you believe in yourself, like you are unstoppable. And I think it's incredible. So I'm excited to do all the hiking and I will definitely add El Paso to my list of places to yeah. visit. And Washington is beautiful. I love Washington. I can't wait to travel. Um, it going to the cruise, traveling to Miami from California will be my first time traveling um, after any amount of weight loss, and I'm very excited. So this is going to be definitely um, a transformative moment for me too, being able to travel. And I never thought I could go on a cruise ship because I was so big; there was no way I could even fit through the little cabin doors or do anything like that. Um, yeah. So. You guys are going to be there right along with me and I'll document everything, all the first that I'm going to be experiencing. I'm so excited. Yeah. Well, it's celebrate your now. And yeah. I think for a lot of us, you know, there's, it's like team building. So there's hot air balloon rides, uh, zip lining tours, even karaoke night where we have to get up there and sing. And like, we have to, you oh. know, it's, it's <laughs> doing the things that we How never fun. got to do before, you know? We're having a white party, yeah. formal night dinners. We're having a comedy show. Oh my gosh. Yeah, there's so much fun stuff, but it's stuff that we never, because you always put yourself last. You never put yourself yeah. first. So it's time to put ourselves first. Yep, yeah, which is always, so true. It, let's celebrate our now where we are right now today and be thankful. I I am so excited to go on this cruise and celebrate my now and be there to see all of these other amazing weight loss warriors celebrating their now. Like I, it's yeah. just the thought of it. I'm so excited. Something to look forward to over the next few months. Yes. June 22nd through the 26th. And I will awesome everything. Go check out our website, but thank you for joining today, Teresa. I am thank so you. blessed to have been able to talk to you and I'm touched and I'm I'm so honored to have witnessed your I mean I just think for you to take the pictures that you've taken and to share that Teresa I know must have been the hardest thing but yeah it was so beautiful and you know what God sees that and people are seeing that and you're gonna bless that. so many people I mean I don't want to cry but like it's really gonna no, you've already made me cry a few times. <laughs> it's going to it's gonna bless so many people because there's other people out there who are 600 pounds, 500 pounds, 200 yeah. pounds, whatever. Yeah. And they they need to hear those words and they need to see your video. That's why I share a CC. So thank you so much. Thank you so much for, for giving me this platform, for sharing this community with me, um, for all the things that you're doing to uplift other people in this community. It's just incredible. And I love to, I love to be a part of that. So thank you so much. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Thanks for listening. If you like the show, 
please rate, review, and subscribe on any platform that you get your podcast. And check us out at Patreon. That's patreon.com forward slash fairy diaries for more exclusive content, deep dives, and info on upcoming events. Don't forget, follow us on social media. See you there.